the, the whole bag. And we're back. And we're back. With the bullshit. With the bullshit. And we're happy. Okay, so if y'all don't know, these episodes are pre-recorded. So it is Juneteenth today. By the time you guys watch this, it won't be Juneteenth anymore. But we are fucking happy because we're black and it's a nigga holiday. And happy <laughs> holidays to you niggas. I hope y'all do some nigga shit and eat some nigga food and just have a good ass motherfucking nigga time. Happy Juneteenth to everybody that's black. <laughs> and and I'm also going to say happy Pride Month because this kind of leads into this mm-hmm. for black kids. So, yeah. So today we're talking about dear black parents. Ooh, I'm a black parent, by the way. Y'all ain't know. But in, in more so, I think we're addressing, yes, we want to address current parents, but we want to talk about the parents that don't realize that their kids are grown. We talking to y'all. Because listen, y'all ain't paid nan bill in my house. Then I don't want to hear it. <laughs> those parents. So <laughs> the first thing we're going to get into is, of course, Twitter news. And I'm going to bring up some old Twitter news. If y'all can see my shirt, <clears throat> it says, I will break your neck, nigga. Don't you ever disrespect me, Kirk Franklin. <laughs> so if you guys do remember, you know, him and his son were going back and forth. Um, definitely people were saying how they felt about Kirk Franklin, A, being a quote-unquote man of God, how could he cuss his son out like that? Uh, B, that's his son. He should show respect for his dad. Um, why would you talk to your son like that? My opinion on that is and still is, regardless of how old you are, you know, I do get it, respect your parents. But at the same time, kids didn't ask to be here. I don't care if you 2, 10, 12, 34, or 55. That child still did not ask to be here. So that whole respect thing is on a thin line when it comes to me. By the way, my nail is broke, so y'all, judge your mama. But um, <laughs> I think when it does come to that, it, it's, a, it's a tricky thing. I think he was speaking how he felt from his perspective, meaning the son. And Kirk Franklin, I think because he's in the spotlight, and he's still a real nigga at the end of the day, he That's wanted to nigga. say, hey, look, nigga. You better fucking watch your fucking mouth or I'll break your neck. And I have seen um, a lot of toxic relationships between black fathers and their sons because they talk to each other that way. Mm-hmm. So. But can you do me a favor? Rewind back real quick. How What happened in the video exactly? So the son basically, I guess, was trying to say he felt some type of way. He's done this before. He felt some type of way about his dad kind of... Um, so basically, um, Kirk Franklin did come out and he said, many of you know, I have an older son named Carrion Franklin. He said, we've had a toxic relationship with him as a family. We've tried for many years through counseling, through therapy to try to rectify this family matter. I felt extremely disrespected in that conversation and I lost my temper. I said words that are not appropriate and I'm sincerely sorry to all of you. I'm not perfect. I'm human and I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to try to make this right. Please keep me in... Um, my family in your prayers. And I think that if you could see from the video, Kirk Franklin, this shit came a little too easy for you to cuss your son out. You talk like this all the time. This wasn't no, oops, I accidentally told him I break his motherfucking neck. I don't, you know, I feel like he's a grown man. So like we, we talk to each other. If that's how they communicate, then that's what, that's what I meant. Now had his son been, a 14-year-old child, I find I would my stance would have been way different. Like, you don't talk to kids like that. I'm not a parent, but there's some things you need to just not pour into your child. Like, it, it, it's... it's um, I agree. It teaches them to also, you know, talk to other people like that and 
all the stuff. I do believe in a little tough love and building character and shit like that, but there's certain boundaries like you just don't, to me, you don't do to kids. I seen a meme that was like when you <laughs> uh, ask your daughter who the hell you get your attitude from. I get it from you. And like I, I wasn't allowed to say that. Like if I would have got asked that as a kid and I said you, then I probably got whooped. Yep. So, I mean, because I have my parents, I, they, you know, have they were very they were uh, disciplinarians. I got my ass beat. Um, but like as I get older, I still don't talk to them crazy. But I think at some point parents need to learn like to I don't know. I'm not disrespecting you when I say no. So, yeah, I'll Correct. lead into that later. Because, okay, so I'll, I'll put y'all a little on my family business. So me and my, my I have been setting boundaries with my parents lately over the last couple of years. And so um, they are having a hard time adjusting to it. They think it's disrespect. And because, like, my dad asked me something the other day, and I was like, respectfully, I'm going to decline. And he was like, you're being aggressive. Just because you say respectfully doesn't make respectful. And I was like, there you go. Like, I was like, I'm tuning back out. See you next year. Like, it's just. What more can I say? He felt like I was being disrespectful because I said no. And I'm like, again, you don't pay none of my bills, George. Which he don't watch this. My dad don't know I have a podcast because he would be, I didn't raise you like that. Oh, my. You're a slut. Oh, my. Like, he would just, <laughs> he would start praying. He would bring out that prayer cloth and start doing the most. And I just, you know, I ain't got time for that shit. Pouring holy water on the camera. <laughs> nah, for real. <laughs> my daddy is so funny. But, uh, but yeah, no, like, he's having a hard time adjusting to me being an adult. It's just weird. Like, it's, I don't know, but we're going to go back. So what really I wanted to talk about um, black parents today, because yes, Kurt Franklin, that was a thing. But there's a video going around that's it's going viral of a little boy from Atlanta. Um, the lady cuts on the camera and is like, um, you're going to get your ass beat. We're going to show it on camera because you was doing that gay shit. So they like carved gay into the side of his head and they're like hitting him in the head and pushing him around. And he's just like, you know, going with the flow. I think he's a seven year old kid or something and like that. He was that. just very quiet, like. Right. That shit made me want to, like, I, even talking about it right now makes me want to cry. It was, really, it was really triggering when you watch it. And then so the lady cuts the video and she was like, dear black parents, this is why, you know, kids don't come to Thanksgiving. This is why they have, they're hostile towards you. This is, you know, all these things. And it, it, it's just like, why are you sitting up here, I don't know, trying to humiliate your child and then beat the gay out of him? I don't get that you shit. You beat the anything out of anybody. I guess, don't know why they don't understand that. Right, you can't. And guess what? If he's just not going to do it around you, he's still going to do the shit later. He's still going to be a queen and for the gods and all that shit later. Like, is it just accept your child. It, foster a healthy relationship to where your kids can talk to you because when you come at them aggressively, that's when they learn how to be more sneaky. That's when they stop. They really Shut start down. disrespecting you on the back end. You don't, and it, those those are those kids that are in school always acting the fuck up because they can't act like themselves at home. Or so, you do have the other side of that where they end up shutting down, and those are the ones that unfortunately become suicidal. Facts. And or, then as a parent, you're gonna really, 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 really eat yourself up for the rest of your life because you're gonna know in the back of your head they did that because they couldn't come to you because you were unaccepting. It's so sad. And I saw a meme today. It was like. Y'all suck at being parents because y'all didn't really want these kids. Y'all wanted that nigga. So it, was, it makes sense. Like, some of these people had these kids, and they, they weren't ready to pour into a child. And I get it. Young people have kids all the time and are still developing and shit. Damn, but like, that's a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> you don't like your kid. Like, you just was having fun, and you got caught in the sauce, literally. Uh, but yeah, you had that baby because you thought that was going to keep him. <laughs> keep and now nigga. he done left you and the kid. Mm -mm -mm. And the kid looked like your baby daddy. And now and you, you hate pissed him. off all the time. Uh, that shit is real. Now they hate you. And every time you do something wrong, you look just like your ugly ass daddy, your stupid ass daddy, your da-da-da. Now that's one thing. Me being a parent, I do watch 
what I say about my daughter's daddy, mm -hmm. how I talk to him in front of her, and mm -hmm. my feelings about him in front of her. Because I do know one thing my mom did do, and I commend her for that to this day. She never talked bad on my daddy. Around me, I mm -hmm. never heard it. So all growing up, I was like, my daddy's just the best dad. She would even allow me to get dressed, thinking my daddy was going to pick me up, and I'm just sitting there with my bags ready. And I have a, a sister that's six years older than me. And my sister, we have different daddies, and she's just looking at me like, <laughs> you still, you, oh, you still waiting outside? And I'm like, my daddy coming. Aww. I don't care. Aww. And my mom just going about the house doing what she's doing. But she let me realize on my own, I'm not mm. saying my daddy ain't shit, but in those moments, in retrospect, now that I'm 32, I'm mm. like, my dad did have a lot of moments where he could have stepped up a little harder. Mm -hmm. But my mom let me realize that on my own. And I think that as a, a parent, you saying, oh, here go your ancient ass mama. Or, oh, why your mama do that? Why your mama? Your mama know better. Your daddy know better. Why the fuck did they do that? That is not a child's business. No. There not. is a lot of uh, jewels in a lot of the sayings that old people used to say. We may not have gotten them then, but the older you get, you like, a child's place. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Stay in a child's place. Stay out of grown folk business. Okay. It's too many adults that are letting little kids mm -hmm. sit in on these conversations or you talking about private matters between you and your baby daddy or baby mama mm -hmm. in front of the kids to where now when they sit, I'm sure you don't have no kids, so you sat around kids and you like, how old are you again? Right, right. You you're grown as grown. hell. Mm -hmm. But they're grown as hell because you're allowing these Four, five, six, seven, eight year olds to sit in on, on these, these grown ass things. Yeah, see, y'all gotta start you, watching how you treat. You. Now you want to beat your kids' ass for listening to Pop That Pussy, Don't Stop, Doodle Brown, wondering where they got them dances from. Mm -hmm. But they sitting in the back seat with you and your homegirl while y'all doing all this tongue sticking out. And come on, make it make sense, black parents. Y'all, we were somewhere. Me and Toy were somewhere, and this little girl, I loved her personality, <laughs> but you could tell that she was around adult, like her mother. Just probably took her to all the hood functions. All the all like she, her mom might be in 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 the car right in um in a, in fifty fifteen right now, and the baby probably sitting in the car with the window cracked. Right, like she like this little girl was just so grown, like it, and it was sad it was scary because you know she's probably influencing other kids around her or like she, she influenced mine. No, she sure didn't because JoJo was like my mom. I ain't doing that. Doing <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just stand right here. I'm gonna watch your purse. <laughs> But it was it was it was sad. It was it funny. Was sad. To, it was funny because it was like, oh, it's funny. But it was really sad because it's like, dang, nobody loves this kid enough to actually pour into her and like raise her to be a respectable young lady. Like, yes, we talk a lot of whole shit, but we don't play that shit. Like, we kids need to stay where the fuck they need to stay in their place. And so I just really want people to start being more cautious of the way they treat their kids. And then I I wanted to ask you as a parent. So if you see some, if I see something like a, that, a parent is doing that I think is detrimental to a kid's health or, you know, mental health or something mm -hmm. like that. How do you interject? Because I know my daddy would be like, you can't tell me I raised my kids. So how do you? That is a touchy topic. I think it depends on what it is. And it, it depends on, it's not about the message. It's on the messenger. So it's like, mm. how are you delivering this message? Are they close enough to you to where you should deliver that message? Mm. Because if I don't know you and you coming up to me saying, hey, just FYI, I don't think your child should be da 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 Bitch, who the fuck are you? That may be the response. It may right, not. You right, never know. Right. But that's a touchy. That's a touchy topic, and it's a tiptoe ass topic. Child, but because there's kids. a lot of, I think this generation. So I'm okay. Thirty two. 
grandmas ain't what grandmas used to be. I will say that. I'm definitely throwing that out there. They, they live in their own life at this point. <laughs> I don't know if it's menopause, but they're not helping. They're not watching like these how kids. our grandmas were helping. <laughs> our grandmas wanted to be in the house. Bring the baby. When are you going to bring the baby? No, no, no. I had, I had two different grandmas. My, mom, my mom's mom was like, what do I need to do for Taylor and Jordan? I got them. My dad's mom was like, uh, I'm outside. You found you a babysitter. Like, Shit. It, it started with the generation before, so we not blaming us. Okay, we're going to blame the great-grandmas. <laughs> the great-grandmas were sitting in the house asking, when you going to bring them kids by here, okay? These motherfuckers like, I ain't raising no baby, so you bet not get her pregnant. No, or your ass is on your own. That is facts. But um, <laughs> I think that uh, it's... It, I came from a generation, I'll say, to where my grandmother, both my grandmothers were in the house. All the they were they're the soul food grandmas that cooked mm -hmm. every Sunday, so on and so forth. So I miss that. They poured into me by how I was raised that it takes a village. Mm -hmm. So now I still have that same, excuse me, idea that it takes a village. So although I don't believe in y'all whooping my kids, I'll never that whole shit where they were trying to bring um whooping kids in the school, I kill you if you put your hand put on your my child on. only because i know of mental diseases you may have had a badass week month or whatever and my baby be the icing on a cake and you take all that shit out on her mm -hmm. i will fucking kill you mm -hmm. and i stand on that shit i will kill somebody behind my child yeah but i do believe in okay auntie uncle you know cousin whatever we're family or best friend or whatever, you mm -hmm. can come to me and be like, hey, and, and my friends do. Mm -hmm. They'll tell I I text my friend the other day, like, hey, did you know your cousin cuss? Because JoJo, I'm looking through her phone and this conversation is wild. I screenshot and send it to her. I said, but don't tell her mama though, because I know her mama crazy and she'll probably beat her ass. I said, cause my baby's about to be 10. I started cussing when I was 10. I mm -hmm. said like little, little cuss words, like mm -hmm. ass shit, damn. With no bitch and fucking, I, I wasn't there yet. Yeah, I wasn't doing that at ten. I'm, I think that we're the type that can put ourselves in our shoe, put our shoe, ourselves in our kids' shoes, uh -huh. and be like, okay, I'm not gonna go as hard because I can relate. So let me have a calm conversation with her about it mm -hmm. or him, versus our parents raising us and be like, oh, you think you're grown? And just everything was with a fucking ass whooping. Let me tell y'all something. George Reynolds does not fucking play. <laughs> Neither did my grandma, girl. I think he smelled... One time, this nigga smelled some... Uh, So, we went to go hang out at, like, the teen center or something. We went to the movie theaters, but then I stopped through the bowling alley on my way back down base, because I used to do a military child. So, when you stopped through, people were smoking. So, my dad smelled the smoke on me, and then I lived on a base, so, like, if you don't have your ID, you can't come back in. Uh -huh. So... I always had to be in during when the streetlights came on and I couldn't get on back on base because I didn't have my ID. And so by the time I came in, plus allergies, it's cold outside. I used to live in Germany. So my I'm, my eyes are dripping. I come in the house. I'm like, hey, dad, like I'm stuck outside. Can you bring my ID? I don't have it or whatever. So he picks me up. He's like, it smells like smoke. And I was about to say something. That nigga smacked the shit out of me. I lost my earrings that night. Still ain't been able to found them. And I'm just like, dang, like you could have had a conversation with me. I was upset about a lot of things for a long time. And I get that some black parents, you know, or parents period just will whoop their kids. But I think some things you can have a conversation. Were you smoking? Why do you smell like smoke? Right. Why didn't you have your ID on you? I could laugh about it now. I was pissed. Because the kids saw me get my ass slapped. So it's just like, and I also think I have this thing. So I have this one friend. She says that her husband isn't allowed to hit the girls. She, he can hit the boys, but she doesn't want her kids, her daughters, to think it's okay for a man to hit a woman after a certain age. What do you think about that? I think that 
a lot of little girls, and I and I put myself in those shoes. My dad never hit me. I got my ass beat. He time. never hit me. And my dad was in the military too. Um, but I was a crybaby. So anything he would, I think my disappointment came from my dad. Mm. So like my mom or, or whoever could be like, so my mom and dad divorced when I was two. So that's two totally different situations. When I was with my dad, all he had to do was say, Toya, bring your ass in here. And I was already shook. Mm-hmm. And he would say something. It was just like, oh. I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, well, I felt <clears throat> bad because I disappointed him. So then I would start crying and I would, I probably didn't even get right, but he didn't have to hit me because it was just like, <gasps> and I think dads see that in little girls. So they don't want to hit them. Maybe. I mean, so <laughs> it's so funny because that nigga, he got amnesia now. He'd be like, I've only ever hit you twice in your life. That's the only time you got caught, nigga. But my grandfather too, <laughs> my grandfather, which is my mom's dad, him too. I don't know what it is about that baritone, that bass. I what? I was a good kid though. That's the cra- that's the oh, crazy shit. part. Like I, I was shit. I was the kid that like whenever parents like were like, who y'all you with? If Taylor could go, then I was I was a good kid. So the kids wanted to be, they wanted the, the their parents, kids around you. Yeah, so like for me to have gotten whoopings, it was just like, nah, think about it. Why did I get these whoopings? So I was I wasn't allowed Projection. to do a lot, Right. I wasn't allowed to do stuff in the house. So when I got on, when I went to school, because I went to school hour away, I acted a fool. Same. And like, I would skip school. And so Same. I wasn't, I wasn't doing nothing when I skipped school. I would just literally skip school and go to like Burger King or some shit. Like, Can we touch on that real yeah. quick? Parents, we're telling you from our perspective, if you are trying to seclude your kids from not going to parties, not doing this, not going to the movies, not letting them date, not da 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 da, because it may be somebody that's going to influence my child. Da-da-da. They're going to start skipping school mm-hmm. and they're going to just start hiding it from mm-hmm. you. They said the, the best sneaky kids are the, the preacher's kids. And I was raised in the church. Mm-hmm. I was on the usher board. I was vacation Bible school. I was in the choir. I was anything you can think of because my grandfather was a deacon and my grandma was in the church cooking all the time. Mm-hmm. And we bad as we, and I bad. went to a I went to a, a visiting church on the church bus and I saw one of the preacher's daughters giving head to our drummer. <laughs> I used to love those retreats. You used to hear, hear all the juicy secrets, all the freaky shit. Uh, like you them. found out the minister is fucking <laughs> sister so and so on the low. Hell yeah. Sister so and so done got her ass whooped by her. That shit made me not want to go to church. I'm like, this is what y'all trying to nah, for beat real. me into? Nah, for real. I, you know, and it's uh, I, I will respect. We'll touch on religion later. Yeah, I was gonna say to stay away from religion, but like even then, so now, so my dad, I I re- recently reconnected, so I hadn't talked to my dad in like two years, but we recently reconnected, and um, he was like something, let's have a family praying moment. So I was like, oh, I don't go to church anymore. This nigga right here put his hand over my head and started talking in tongues, and like me and Jordan were looking at each other like, <laughs> okay, nigga, like we go, I will pray with you, but I was like, you have to learn to respect me and like who I am as an adult, like, it, and it's not a, a slap to you, it's just who I've chosen, the, the path I've chosen, exactly. And you know what? If that means that I'm, according to you, gonna go to hell, then I'm sorry. Like we don't have to just respectfully disagree, and so like I just. I don't know. As older, I think parents need to, older parents need to learn about their grown children. Like they're going to have their own lives and y'all need, I guess I'm going to tell young people that realize that your kid is going to grow up one day and choose their own path, whether it to be, to be gay, whether it be to, for them to think that they are fucking, um, uh, 
anything. Resonate with white or whatever they that's choose. What I, was trying, this, I was trying to. These generations that. are a little thrown off now. I will say that, they, in my they, opinion, they they, they, they look different. Are. You know, they real sensitive or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like you stop, stop disrespecting your bond. Like that means you to me. It's like you never really loved your kid for who they were. You loved an idea of you. More so, is that not? Vi- living your life vicariously through your child. That's sad. And then I also want to touch on that, too. Y'all, some of y'all mamas are jealous of y'all's daughters, whether it be them, you know, being single, being, you know, cute, being successful, taking a different path from what you took. And and we see that. It's fucked up. It's fucked I guess up. old people don't watch this shit, but somebody tell your mama, like, stop projecting your these, insecurities on these me. These black... It, the black mamas... And the black daughters and the black daddies and the black sons, there is a terrible disconnect to where it's so bad that the the connection between the grandmas is what connects and bridges them back together. Mm -hmm. If your grandma is not fucking 50 and your mom is fucking 30 30 and you're, you know, (laughs) we ain't gonna talk about that. I mean, I guess it's normal. 50 and then your mama is is 37. No shade anybody who has young kids, but I mean, but that's that. It really is problem, sad that there's there's a very big, huge disconnect. Like I can I can say that between my mom and my sister, for whatever reason, growing up, they were it was just such a toxic bond, and it's like it's it's still toxic now. Mm-hmm. It's toxic between all three of us, and it's like, damn, you only got two daughters, and this is my thing again because if y'all are avid listeners, you know I touch back on hospice. I'm around death all the time. Mm-hmm. Imagine you. Moesha and Bernard, y'all have one son, and that's it. And that one son is the little gay boy in this video that we talking about. Mm-hmm. And he's only eight. And y'all trying to beat the gay up out of him. Y'all trying to do all this crazy shit. Now he's gone viral on the internet because y'all did that. Now he's getting bullied in school, bullied in church, because I'm pretty sure y'all trying to praise and pray, pray the, church, the, the gay up out of him. He's getting bullied in church. And this is going to be on the internet forever. Mm-hmm. He's probably just going to be a viral sensation. Let's say he decides to be in the closet until he grows up. And whatever. and then one of y'all get cancer. And the other one does something else. And now, look at y'all. Y'all are withering away at the mere age of 65 and 53. Who y'all going to need to take care of y'all? Lil Ray Ray Jr. Lil Bernard Jr. He don't give who's a fuck about ass y'all. you whooped since he was probably, this just went viral. Y'all probably been beating his ass and speaking to him bad since he was fucking and born. And time out. Let me touch on that. So he went live. I don't know if I sent it to you. He went live yesterday and people were like, oh my gosh, baby, I'm so sorry that you're being abused. He's like, I wasn't being abused. I was doing bad stuff. So I had to get it beat out of me. He thinks Y'all that shit is that. normal. He thinks that's he thinks that's what love is now. This kid is fucked up now. Not because he's gay or flamboyant, but because he Y'all thinks did somebody that. putting his their hands on him is expressing love and concern. That's the fucked up part about it. Like, y'all are really fucking these kids up. But imagine, Bernard and and Moesha, they did all that shit, and now they need somebody to take care of them. Y'all can go to hell. Why do you think at at little Bernard Jr.'s grown-ass age, Mm -hmm. think that he owes y'all some shit? Oh, but because we your parents, you support... Fuck that. Respectfully? Nah. Nah. <laughs> Watch how you treat your kids. Facts, Pour facts. love into your kids. Love your kids. Everybody wants unconditional love, but they come with a bag full of conditions. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna love you unconditionally as long as you're not gay, as long as you do this, as long as you do that. 
That's not unconditional love. Don't tell me I'm going to love you. My love hurts. No. Love don't hurt. I'd rather be by myself. And that's why you, there's a song like you choose your family. Like we create, the friends I got now, they family. You've seen that meme going around lately. Because you know, family is, your, your, your biological family is so fucking conditional. Because they feel like I'm your family. You gonna love me. I'm always be here. Nah, boo. Like, especially now that I know I know how to take care of myself. I literally don't need you for anything. I have no reason to come back to an unloving environment. I don't, I, I, one that doesn't respect me, but you know what? That's just That's <laughs> another <laughs> But know that that shit really is sad. And, and you touched on something that was very good about, you know, him thinking that somebody beating his ass is unconditional love. One of my friends is married to somebody and he literally told me, excuse me, I accidentally, I'm not going to say accidentally. She did some toxic shit to make him put his hands on her, not, you know, punch her, slap her, but it was like, fuck. Like he got Mm -hmm. him so out of his character Mm -hmm. that he was like, damn near about to slam her ass into the wall. Mm -hmm. But she did not start listening. And so he did that. Mm. But then he said he had to step out and remove himself from that situation and think and say, God damn it, this is how she was raised. That's what she's used to. That's the only way her mom's going to listen. That shit really has an effect on you as a grown-ass age. Her mama was getting her ass beat all throughout her life to where she's now in in a relationship to where she's like... Fuck you, nigga. Bye, 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 bye. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Bam. I'm leaving. Now she starts listening. What? That's crazy. That's so crazy. We're like. saying it's crazy, <laughs> but she thinks that this is love and this is logic and this is how life works because this is what I was raised for 18 long, long, long years. You know how long 18 years is? I, you got to have more for respect for yourself. To, I don't get that. But what if it's embedded in you for 18 years? You don't know nothing outside. Of, you thinking that's what love is for 18 years. Child. Somebody calling you a bitch. And, and at the end of her calling him calling you a bitch, you making the, his the only reason I will say The only reason I will say that you have to respect yourself because I, gosh, I'm putting a little of my family business out. My dad has a problem with putting his hands on me, even at this grown age. I will not tolerate that from any motherfucker. Like I, it's I love. Do I love my dad? Absolutely. Does he love me? Absolutely. Does he have a problem putting keeping his hands to himself? Absolutely. Like, but I'm not. I'm not tolerating that from nobody. So, but I knew that I wanted a certain amount of respect, and I knew it didn't come from physical um, um, aggressiveness. I knew that it just came from like something mentally, and that's where a lot of people, pick black parents, y'all not connecting. But I think you care about your actual mental. Mental health matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, even yeah, if you yeah, think yeah. about the black community, we don't tap into therapy at all. We don't tap into actually understanding what mental health matter means at all. You do, so that's how you can disconnect yourself with that shit. You're yeah, taking true, the time to go true, to therapy. You're true. taking the time to unpack. And a lot of people don't do that. Your bag. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying, trying. <laughs> a lot of people don't do that. You know what? Within the black community, I will say this: How many of y'all can resonate with what happens in this house stays in this house? Mm. Why is that you a get your, that we have? You gonna get your ass beat, but you better not tell nobody I did it. Mm. You better not, if you had a black eye, you tripped and you fell. You, you're coercing mm-hmm. your kids into lying, mm-hmm. but then when they start stealing from the stores, where the fuck you get that from? Well, shit, you taught them how to lie. If you lie, you'll steal, and if you steal, you'll kill. They go hand in hand, guys. I hate black people. <laughs> well, God damn it, it's true. Oh, gosh, oh, my God. Because <laughs> I say all the time, I kill you. And I used to lie still when I was younger. 
Shut your ass up, nigga. <laughs> hand in fucking hand. Oh my like, gosh, <laughs> you are silly. But no, I say, I say y'all, y'all learn how to respect y'all kids. Like not, for real, and that doesn't mean when I say respect your kids, I, that doesn't mean like let them disrespect you at all. No, what it means just like talk to them like normal fucking people, like have conversations, like as you would want somebody. You you wouldn't want nobody walk up to you and just smack you upside the head because there was a misunderstanding. Talk about it, or better yet, what's crazy is. Older black generation, I'm going to wrap this up because I know we're catching to her. The older black generation that we're speaking of will say, respect me because I'm your elder. But in the same breath, my ass, in the same breath, if another person, let's say it was Karen that's 65 years old or Barbara, who's black, who's 65 years old, says something you didn't like to your 10-year-old child and they tell you, you ready to whoop their ass. Hmm? Make it make sense. Mm-hmm. I thought it's all about respect. Respect mm-hmm. your elders. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No, there's don't just <laughs> respectfully not. Respectfully <laughs> not. Like the same respect you think you deserve from every little black person on the block that you live on is the same respect that you need to be given to every little black person. Respect is given when respect is earned, and that shit just needs to go like yin and yang. And then once you teach that to kids, they will it's grow up pour, respectfully. It's gonna pour into every little yes. kid they're around, and that it's sowing a seed into your child. Literally, yes, yes, you're sowing seeds into your child. Man, so I when think- you abuse your kids, when you talk ugly to your kids, when you cuss around your kids, the music you listen to, the food you eat, all that shit builds one big toxic-ass adult, mm-hmm. and they breed little toxic-ass kids will grow into toxic-ass adults. And we got toxic-ass people all going viral on the internet, and we got toxic-ass people, cre- like you say, creating. Yeah, it's just fucked up. It's, it's a just, cycle. Let's child. break the cycle. Please. One thing I appreciate about our generation, we're actively trying to break the cycle when it comes to credit, debt, voting, uh, suppression, Anything you can think of, being outspoken, podcast, mm-hmm. anything you can think of, mm-hmm. we're trying to actively sit down and say, wait a minute, what the fuck is this? The fuck? Then dig a little deeper, find the root, and pull that motherfucker up and, and, and hold it out like this. Child. What's going on with this? What mm. is this? Mm. Mm. So, black parents, what is this? So, what's your whole tip? Ooh, child. <laughs> <laughs> being that I'm a black parent, I, I'm going to say, and it's something that I'm actively working on, my whole tip is patience. Because I am one of those parents that, whoo, Taylor, you know. <laughs> I done came to her in <laughs> tears and snot. Like, I will say Toya thinks about everything. Like, she's not, she doesn't, she doesn't react like most black parents do. I will cry. Like, immediately. <laughs> she thinks about her, her decisions before she does them. And I, I I respect that about you. If I if like when I become a parent, I'm gonna take a lot of advice from Toya. <laughs> no, seriously, because but so so this is getting off topic a little bit. Reason why I was like I'm not ready to be a parent. I was borrowing Toya's dog one day. Dog, I, I almost I, my dogs are behave. They they talk they talk back a little bit, but they like don't they not that bad. I almost killed Chico. <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night strangling this motherfucker, and I said, you He's know what. Bad. <laughs> But sometimes kids are bad, and I'm like, I don't want to okay. risk. I don't want to risk going to jail. By the way, y'all, Chico is not a part of my family anymore. He's gone. That's how bad he was. I, Taylor was like, "Hey, I found somebody that'll love on Chico. Pick him up now, now, in E O W." Oh man, and he's gone. And my house has been quiet. I took. I had baby rails up. Fuck. My house is so much more quiet now. Poor Lazique. Zeke Chico. just. I got a cat. But anywho. 
My um, whole tip is going to be patience. You have to don't prey on patience. And the reason why I say don't prey on patience is because whenever you pray about something, whoever you believe in, your higher power, you're the most high, God, Jesus, lamb, whatever you pray into is going to send you actual life lessons. That's going to say, okay, you praying on patience. Let's see. And you're going to have to actively work mm-hmm. through those lessons that the universe is sending you. Don't get you. those tests. So I no longer pray about patience. I'm actively knowing I need patience. Boom. This is the, the situation I need patience on. This is, boom, this happened. That also comes from understanding your triggers. So right. Like, How am I going to work on this? Yes. I, I, whole tip. Let me understand my trigger. My trigger is patience. I'm actively working on not fucking flipping off the handle and going off the deep end because as a child... I know that I did not react well to that. Mm-hmm. So why in the fuck as a parent would I do that to my child? And JoJo just look at you with the resting bitch face. She will. Like, she's be unbothered. I don't know if I she's can- like taking it in or she's unbothered. I don't know. She's unbothered. Like, I have a child that, <laughs> she's, I'm a Gemini, she was staring, she's a sad. She was staring Her to dad's an Aquarius, so look at that mix. <laughs> so I will say, did you just, girl, she, she goes from, from like, <laughs> it's kind of scary. And actually. not even say anything. I'm like, this is my favorite thing. Am I talking to the freaking wall? No. What is, I'm like, so this statement, Kirk, I understand how you cussed your son out because it's been many, 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 many days where my nine-year-old has seen me say, you mother... Whew, and I just walk off like, I'm going to call you a B-word, but I'm not because I respect you. You're a little queen. <laughs> Listen here, you little black queen. Get your smart... Brilliant ass up. <laughs> hey, go get my goddamn bell. Let me stop. <laughs> okay, okay, we're gonna wrap this up. So my only whole tip is black parents, stop checking my motherfucking mail. If it's coming to your house, <laughs> it's for a reason. I will come pick it up, okay? I don't need the police knowing where I live so they can pick me up for these warrants. I, that's why I haven't changed my address on my ID. Cause when you come looking for me during warrant roundup, you're gonna go to George's house. You're not coming to my apartment. <laughs> George gonna tell me, like, uh-uh, she don't live here no more. Hey, no, my daddy's so fucking funny though, like <laughs> this nigga was like, yo, I think you got a chel- check in the mail for $57. Not a thing. I said, you think we're, <laughs> I said, how you know? He was like, I don't, you know, I can just tell money through the mail. <laughs> <laughs> you come back, your shit got tape on it. Hey, you know USPS been on some bullshit lately. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't trust black people. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, okay, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.